Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. So Tim, we were just, just discussing, and a lot of times when we do these podcasts, we have an idea, but then we have a conversation. And I think this is definitely shareworthy and talking about sometimes when our team members don't do what's needed and affects the, the whole process of what we're trying to do. So share a little bit about that. Yeah. So look, I had a conversation earlier today with somebody who's, uh, who's crew, I'm not using the CRM. Um, and for the people who don't know what a CRM is, for me, the simplest way for me to explain what that is, it's basically, a, a, for me, it's an electronic, it's an electronic notebook to keep track of everything that's ever happened, whether it's a conversation, whether it's specifics about a project. So anybody in my crew can access that. And the power of having that is knowing everything. Everybody knows everything what's going on. And, and as far as like, I mean, I've had folks tell me he's a single malt guy. And I just like, oh my God, I can hold on to that and use that later on for a tool. Or it's maybe specifics of a job. I just can't imagine. I mean, back in the day, I know we're not on visual, but I had, I had notebooks and I would know that a blue one was from November and I would keep that aside. So I had all these notebooks and it was just a total mess. I couldn't even read my notes. And I thought that I was like cutting edge technology. I had records, you know, if I sold my business, I could hand somebody my notes. Yeah. It would be worth something. It, it, it was all in one place because it was bound together. <laughs> yeah, it was. It came in a spiral notebook, and it's one of those. I'm looking at. It's called Pentic Gear. I don't know. It's probably something from Walmart or something. But that was that was it. I probably still them laying around here. But if you're not utilizing this a CRM or some kind of format electronically to store your things in the cloud, you're doing a huge disservice. Um, and you know what the thing is? You try to get your, your people to appreciate exactly the value of having that. What would it be like for you not to collect your information and pass it on to your crew, or not having them not having Oh. If something happened to you, you're having dental surgery and you're down for two hours and your crew need to ask you a question. Where, the way, where would they find it? And it yeah, it's, it, just done, well, on the dash of a truck, maybe under the seat, <laughs> <laughs> at home, on the desk, the coffee table. Yeah. It, yeah. But so, Tim, here's what we experienced years ago. And this was, let's see, 2009. And I remember I had a crew of five. And I bought them all clipboards because I was going to get real organized. We had job sheets, we had time sheets. Like we had, it was, it was basically a, a jobbers, which is what I use now. And I believe you use jobber too. So we needed something like that in the field, but I wasn't ready for that. So I bought everybody the same clipboard. Only two people actually use the clipboard. And I was getting really frustrated and I didn't really understand why. And Aaron is just, she's just smart. And she said, well, what if they don't like the clipboard? What if you ask them what clipboard they wanted? I'm like, come on, like, seriously, like, that's a thing. So we had a, we had a meeting and I said, Hey guys, only two of you guys are using the clipboards. And I, I don't really understand why you, just you are, why are you, the three other guys like, why are y'all not using? And they all said, we don't like them. I was like, okay. Like you don't like the use of a clipboard. Like, no, we like the concept and the idea. We don't like the clipboard. And I was like, okay, what clipboard do you want? And one guy said, I want the one with the calculator on it. <laughs> I was like, hey, we can do that. And the other two were like, we really like those aluminum. A job we had before, we liked that aluminum case. 
that protects the stuff, you know, can keep it out of the weather sometimes and it keeps me a little more organized. So once I got them all the clipboards that they wanted, all of a sudden they started putting the actual paperwork in the clipboard and we needed it. It was there. And then fast forward to like 2014, maybe 13. That's when I started using Jobber. And now I wouldn't, I wouldn't change for nothing. And here's the thing. I've actually looked at some other CRMs and just how we collect customer information and bill and track. And my team were like, dude, you change this. And like, it's, we're just going to cut you like do not (laughs) because, because we like it. And we've, we've since went to the bigger program there. Like I was grandfathered in and it was just kind of the basic. And last year I spent more money on it to get every option that they have. And the team loves it. So I can't imagine. And I wonder if that particular contractor, the reason the team is not using it is because they don't like it. And it's not something that they want to do. You know, the, my, my first knee-jerk reaction is usually to ask the question, why Why do you think they're not using it? And I think that was that question. But I think to myself, it's like, is it because we didn't educate them on what the value of having one is? And that would be for a certain ter- type of personality to understand why, the why behind it. And that's not everybody's motive. I mean, you mentioned somebody wanted a calculator on it. And I do have flashbacks to the, the white clipboard with the, on the, on the, on the, on the clip tire to have the calculator. Um, which most of them didn't work, but it was cool when it was new. But what was his re- reason for having the calculator? For whatever. If you let you guys choose your own clipboard, would that make you happy? If if we sent you to school to learn about how to use this and what goes on behind the scenes in the cloud, what is that reason? What is that motive to get somebody to want to embrace it? Like you do, right? Because this is going to make your company worth a whole lot more if we decide to sell it down the road. It's Yes, it's it's having that process and procedure just like sales. And this falls into the sales part of it. A lady called this afternoon. I was actually this morning and I recognized her number. I'm sorry. I recognized her name. And I said, Miss Epstein, have we done work for you before? And she was like, yes, you have. We talked a little bit more about the project. Of course, I asked her to send me pictures and she was able to do that. And I immediately went into Jobber and pulled up. And this was actually 2015 was the last time we'd serviced her water feature. But I did remember her name. So at that point, we weren't collecting the pictures and putting them in there. But it would have been so nice if in 2015, we were actually, well, it's 2015. So that was when this whole thing was just starting. So I hadn't really started collecting pictures. My team definitely hadn't started collecting pictures before we're doing sales. Or I might would would collect them, but they wouldn't go into the actual customer profile. So I looked and went, it would be so convenient right now if I could have just opened up the job and had the pictures right there in the bottom. She wouldn't even have to send them to me again, which she was fine with it. It would just been very professional. Oh, yeah, I got the pictures right in front of me. I got it right here. Let's talk about this. You know what, Derek? And I kind of think of the reason, you know, other than the company being worth more money. And I don't want to feel stupid. And that's kind of a strong thing to say. It's like, if they've already expressed to me what their, what their motive was behind everything, and they've already sent me pictures, and we've already hammered out all the details of the design or the size of everything, and I've taken those notes. And then I asked six months later, it's like, can you remind me how big this thing is or what your division was? It's like, I don't want to feel like the idiot. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't get my shit together. Yeah. It's a, I just don't like not being in, I don't like not knowing because I, it's, maybe it's a weakness I have. And I just don't want to have my pants around my ankles, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. Fighters, I want to invite you to go to milehighprofitsummit.com and check out the lineup we have for you at Mile High Profit Summit this year in Denver, Colorado. 
I'm super excited because not only are we bringing you the theme of Sell Unafraid, we're also unlocking breakout sessions for the first time. We're going to dig into the numbers. We're going to dig into attracting higher quality leads. We're going to dig in how to sell using simple tools that are out there for you so that you can walk home with higher profits and a better quality of life. Go to milehighprofitsummit.com and come join us and hang out. And let's get real this year and change your life, change your business. I'm out. Just being able to use that as a sales tool, a lot of times I'll go in looking for a particular client because I'm going to send them an estimate to see if we've done business with them before. And I might see a client just like I'm scrolling through and go, oh, I haven't talked to, to Mrs. Jones lately. I should just shoot her a little text just saying, hey, seeing, seeing how she's doing, see if she needs anything. Those little things, having it all in that one little spot that you can pull it up anywhere and the team actually uses it. I mean, it's, it really, it's, it, it's just huge. And I don't know. Yeah, I really, I'm curious to why they don't want to use it. And, and maybe it's just, they don't feel confident. You know, there's two stories that come to mind on not people who didn't use a CRM. Um, one was, I think you remember there's somebody in a, in a, in a group years, probably a couple of years back that had everything written in notebooks in there. They had them in the truck and the truck had stolen. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. not, that's not in the cloud. <laughs> no, that's gone. It's, you know, that has no value to anybody who stole your truck and you may get them back. You may not, but meanwhile, you have all these projects on the fire and you can't, I don't know. It's like, it's like, gosh, it's like needing to go somewhere, but you can't, you don't have your car or you don't have a driver's license or you don't have money. It's like, or a cell phone. I, it's, it's that strong of a thing for me to have. I just say, I, I don't think I could operate without a CRM. No. And the second story that comes to mind, it's like, it's off color of a, a business standpoint, but writing things down on a piece of paper and getting lost. It was prior to CRMs of the computer industry, but I don't think I would have told you this. My, my grandfather was off in Italy during the war and somebody had the idea, Hey, there's nobody here. Let's rob this bank. And I mean, there was a movie based on something similar to it. It wasn't exactly that, but evidently they, they robbed the bank and they fucking took the money out of it and they put it, they dug it a hole and buried it in leather bags and they drew a map out. And what was, it wasn't my grandfather who had the map with somebody else. And the guy came to him like 20, 30 years later and said, Hey, I'm never going to be able to afford to go to Italy. Here's the picture. Here's the map. And he gave it to him in a book and it was stuffed in the book. And my grandfather, when he was just about on his, uh, his last leg, said, hey, Timmy, go to my room. There's a book in my room. And inside that's a map. It's a treasure map. And I'm like, this guy's just fantasizing about this stuff. <laughs> um, so he, he told me exactly where it was. And I went there and the book was not there. And he's like, I remember being there. And it might have been there 20 years ago or 15 years ago, whenever this, when he had the book in his possession. But it was lost. Wow. And he, he, he felt the only, I mean, that's an extreme. It may be just a fairy tale, but it was very believable to me when he told me the story. And that was probably about, you know, 10, 15 years ago but not having your information all in one place where it can't be lost. So if somebody's going to have a farm somewhere in Italy, they're going to be digging up and find a sack of money. Hopefully it's not rotted out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It could be, <laughs> I, don't how, I don't know how long money lasts. Yeah, we'll find out. So let me ask you this. Does your team efficiently use the CRM you guys have? Yeah, so we, we use Active Campaign, which they don't have access to. It's just for my needs. But what I'll do is I'll take that money and I'll copy that money, that the information, I'll copy and paste it and put it in Jobber on the notes sections. So they get to see everything I see, any, anything that's pertinent to the project. And they can add notes in there. It's huge. It's, just a, it's a great way to communicate and a great way to, to hold things. I need to know if somebody owes money or if we have something on the, on the wire, like I say, 
this customer is interested in having a uh, pressure filter put into the pond or they'd like to expand this and talk about it next year. It's in notes. It's there. It's, I can see it. I can retrieve it easily. Anybody can. All these guys have access to the notes. And I give them the freedom to do that because I don't want them to feel stupid. I don't want them to feel not in the know. I want them to feel smart as I am when they're talking to somebody. Yeah. It's, it's just, and it's extremely professional. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It just, when you go to that customer service side and I mean, sure, the sales side and just even understand motive and you have those notes to, to go back over and then reach back out and it just, it, it's just a great efficiency. So hopefully someone will listen to this podcast and realize that they're, you know, still doing it the, the old way. And hopefully the truck doesn't get stolen because they have it all in there. And they, you know, they, they find whichever one works for them and whichever clipboard works for the team. Yeah. But what would you say the best camp after that? Yeah. The best I run is out there. Guys. See, that's hard. That's, I mean, I, for, forever I use less annoying CRM mm. and I've actually switched where I don't even use it anymore. And it's because I just keep everything in Jobber now. I just want it because I had two places going on. So it just, I just hang out with Jobber. And yeah. it just goes there. But less annoying was just simple and it was easy. And I liked it because it didn't have too many moving parts. So for me, it was a nice little entry level to kind of step into. And it, I wasn't overwhelmed. I looked at a few others and they were so vast for bigger mm. companies. It makes sense. But I was just like, man, like this is, this is overwhelming. I just need to be able to put the information, put some pictures in there, put some notes in there, have that contact information. And it just made it, made it more clean. Yeah. So if you, if, if people don't know Derek and I, we're basically simple guys. We just want to make it as simple as possible and not make it too complicated. So what, what Derek and I have been doing for quite a long time is collecting our information in, in uh, less annoying CRM, which is not the end all. It's just the program that we choose to use. It's a lot of them out there. And then when we convert these people to customers, then all the information was going to Java. We just kind of left less annoying CRM alone. It just stored information that was probably really not important to what's going on. And now we've graduated, we've done bigger and better things. But for us, that program was what we used. It was easy. It was really, really expensive at the time. I think Beth would pay 10 bucks a month. I mean, yeah. I was blowing yeah. $2,000 on a notebook. <laughs> the notebook. The notebook. Right. So I guess the best best CRM would be the one that you're going to use. Yeah. And that people embrace. Look at different ones, see what your team will use, what they feel comfortable with. And that's the, that's the best way to go. So, right. Tim, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, dude. If you're not doing, not keeping notes on your customers, then you're a pencil and pen type of pencil and paper type of guy. And those, those companies are kind of, kind of going to the wayside where um, they're not the real deal. It's the older folks with the flannel shirts hanging out in their laundry line. Um, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But the people that are, that are holding their business like that with a piece of paper and a pencil, and that's how they keep all their notes, it just... Those, they're not serious. You want to be serious and you want to make a lot of money and be super efficient so everybody's in the know. Then do something better for yourself and store your information where it's safe, someplace where everybody can gather it and we have all your shit together so you don't look like, like a, a dumbass, right? Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, cool, man. Thanks for hanging out. All right. See you next week. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org. 